to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host and I'm bringing you topics that raise and protect your energy levels for a more fulfilled life. I want to talk to you today about how you can go deeper and get even more benefits out of your gratitude practice. We are not going to talk about the typical gratitude practices of writing three things down that you have been grateful for today. No, we will go deeper and learn how we can elevate our gratitude practice to completely new levels. So let's get started. gratitude practice that you can find online when you search for it is to write things down that you're grateful for or think about it or even say it out loud. For example, at the end of each day, write down three things that you have been grateful for on that day. And then some practices tell you as well to bring up that feeling of gratitude. So Think about what you've been grateful for and bring up that feeling. And to really feel into that emotion of thankfulness and gratitude. And that is all a really good step into the right direction. But there is so much more that we can do. I'm going to share with you how my practice for gratitude has evolved over the last year and what I have discovered as part of my research just today for this episode, which is mind-blowing. And it is a much more effective way of doing the gratitude practice in a more unusual way and something that I did not thought ever before. So let's get started. Before we get into what I have discovered as part of my research and as part of my development, I want to take a step back and even talk about why you would need a gratitude practice. Maybe you are currently asking yourself that question, why the heck do I even need one? So let's look at some of the benefits, the mental health benefits, but as well the physical, the bodily health benefits. And when we talk about a gratitude practice, we talk about something that you do regularly. Scientists and psychologists have been able to measure health benefits and improvements when somebody has a solid gratitude practice, which is not just a one-off event or a few times in one week and then you stop. The importance is on a regular practice instead of really the length you spend on each practice. And a solid gratitude practice can be as short as one minute. The important factor that it is done regularly and repeatedly over an extended period of time. That could look like, for example, a daily practice or a few times per week, but it needs to be over an extended period of time. So we're talking here months or even years. So just to clarify what we mean by a gratitude practice, okay? So now let's talk about the benefits to your mental health. When asked, people report to feel that they feel happier, they have more meaning in their life, they feel more joy and mental balance. There are studies that show that a gratitude practice increases people's resilience in trauma situation. And that can be for past trauma that they now are able to deal with better, 
but it as well strengthens their resilience to deal with trauma that might still happen in the future. And that is achieved by shifting the focus and attention away from fear and trauma responses, which dials down these neural networks in the brain and dials up other neural networks in the brain, which are associated with a more positive outlook in life. Great, right? And another benefit that studies have found is the improvement of social relationships. And that's not just the relationships where you express or receive gratitude, but your relationships in general. When it comes to our physical health benefits you can achieve with a gratitude practice, one of them is measurable changes in the brain. And I mentioned it already, turning down the volume on certain neural networks in your brain that have to do with fear or anger or frustration and dialing up other neural networks and switching them on that have to do more with gratitude and joy and freedom. And by activating specific neural networks in your brain, you adjust your complete state of being. And if you activate more supportive and positive networks in your brain, your outlook on life in general improves, and with that, your physical health as well. All of your systems in your brain and body receive different kinds of information and chemicals and impulses that have a more positive impact on your overall health. So let's talk about what I have experienced over the last year when I developed my gratitude practice. By making certain changes in my gratitude practice, I have been able to experience some of these benefits that I just mentioned. Even though that I never really measured them, I can say that I have experienced them. And the one big change I made was to focus more on the experience of the emotion itself. Instead of focusing just on the situations, the things, the people that give me the feeling of gratitude. I put more of my attention now on the emotion in itself. And how do I do that? So the best way for you to do that is to focus on the feeling of gratefulness in your heart. So literally you bring up that emotion inside of you, you feel that emotion in your heart. So all of your focus and attention goes to the place where your heart is based, where it sits inside of you. And you just keep sticking with that for a while. You keep trying to focus on your heart and on the emotion, the feeling. How does it feel inside of my heart to feel gratitude? And what you do there is that you give your attention of your conscious mind, which is actually pure energy. So you're diverting your energy to your heart space to increase the energy and power of that emotion, to give it more power, to give it more energy. And the first few times you might practice this, it might not work. Maybe nothing happens, but please, please stick with it. Don't give up. If you keep practicing, you will start feeling something in your heart and you feel the emotion of gratitude getting bigger and getting stronger. And why would we want that in the first place? So the frequency of the emotion of gratitude is a reason why all of these benefits in your body and mind actually occur. So the stronger the frequency, the stronger the reaction in the body and therefore the stronger the benefits. Makes sense, right? If you want something to work quicker, you give it more energy, like 
electricity or water power or brain power, right? So you can do the same with your attention. Your focus and your attention are actually pure energy. And by focusing it onto your heart and holding the emotion of gratitude, you create more energy and a stronger vibration in your body. And that vibration is pure energy again and impacts all of these systems in your brain and in your body. The frequency of gratitude is one of the highest vibrating emotions that you can actually feel. It creates the ability to heal, to create new things, to manifest, to love and to attract. And it helps you to change your perspective. You can come up with new ideas, you see new solutions and you increase your energy levels and you change your complete state of being. And that is already the second insight that helped me to improve my gratitude practice. It's that we want to experience gratitude not only in our practices, when we give it our thoughts and our feelings, but we want it to become a kind of state of being. We want to be kind of in that feeling of gratitude all the time as a foundation of how we want to live our life. Gratitude is a mindset that activates part of the brain to set a context for your life, so for your state of being. And when you keep practicing thinking and feeling gratitude, you start to become gratitude. You become grateful in general in your life. And this means that you're changing your state of being towards living your life in a constant grateful state. And that's where I start to find myself in now more and more. I can literally feel it. <laughs> I think the first stage of that was when I started to feel gratitude and being more grateful for really small things in my life, especially when I was around nature, like watching a butterfly fly around me or smelling a particular beautiful kind of flower. Sometimes I would even be in awe of the shapes of the leaves on the tree when I look up into the sky. And I know, I know, this sounds like I'm watching my life through rose-tinting glasses or that I'm literally on drugs. But that's how it feels when your state of being moves to a more positive state, and in this case, gratitude. You become more grateful for so many small and just normal things in your life, which makes you feel even more grateful again. It's like a magical cycle instead of a vicious cycle, right? Again, it needs your patience. You need to learn this and you need to have a regular gratitude practice to achieve it. But when you keep going and you keep increasing that emotion inside of you every time you practice it, this benefit will happen inside of you without your conscious mind needing to do anything anymore. It's like you get the ball rolling and it gets momentum and you're beginning to become more happy, more joyful, more grateful in general. That is what I mean by you moving from thinking and feeling in gratitude to being in gratitude. Does that make sense to you? Great. And on top of the mental and physical well-being that you keep creating through it, you move your outlook on life in a much more positive direction. And you know about the law of attraction. If you think and feel more positive, you attract more positivity into your life. So it's a win-win situation, right? 
Now, the last insight I wanted to give you is one that I just learned about today. As part of my research to prepare for this podcast episode, I came across a podcast episode of the Huberman Lab, which is a podcast from the neuroscientist Andrew Huberman. I will link the episode in the show notes for you because it is really worthwhile watching. So he has discovered through looking at certain studies, recent ones, but as well older ones, that there is a more effective way to practice gratitude than the typical way we already know and talked about. So typically, gratitude practices tell you to give gratitude for something or someone that you have just experienced, right? So when you're asked to write a daily gratitude, for example, in a journal, you have questions like, what are you grateful for? Or what are the things you have been grateful for today? So you see, it is about giving gratitude to something or someone. These studies that Andrew Huberman has come across have shown that a more effective way of gratitude practice is actually creating the feeling of receiving gratitude. There has been a study where they measured the brain activity between two people that were literally in a conversation. One person gave the gratitude to the other person and of course the other person received the gratitude and at the same time their brain activity was measured. And what they discovered is that the impact was so much more potent and therefore would increase the benefit in a person's brain and body when they receive the gratitude. That is, of course, a huge surprise. And I'm so happy and grateful again (laughs) that I have discovered this new data and research. It means by shifting the focus in your gratitude practice, you can actually increase the impact and all of those benefits as well for you. Brilliant, right? But what would that look like? So instead of focusing on things that you're grateful for, you want to focus on situations where you created the feeling of receiving gratitude, where you actually felt that you were receiving gratitude from somebody else. Do you see the difference? When I learned this earlier today, I immediately tried it out. So I closed my eyes and first I focused on someone that has done something for me recently. And of course, how grateful I was for that person and for that thing that they did for me. So I gave gratitude, which is the usual way that we learn when we start practicing gratitude. But then I focus on a situation where I did something for the same person And I focus on the situation where they said thank you to me and how grateful they were for what I did for them and how did that make me feel. And wow, I can tell you, I felt a huge difference inside of me, in my heart and in my whole body. The energy in the second situation where I received the gratitude from that other person was so much bigger, so much stronger inside of me, especially in my heart space. So the feeling of receiving thankfulness was so much stronger. And it was amazing to feel the difference between the two. It was just mind-blowing. So the difference is to bring up the emotion of receiving gratitude and not giving gratitude. And I hope I was able to explain that to you and that you understand that. But how can we draw now on these situations for our gratitude practice? How do we do that, right? 
So we can, of course, draw on real-life situations, real-life situations where you experienced in the past where somebody has given you gratitude. And maybe you're already thinking of something that you could use in the future. But we don't as well want to wait around for people to suddenly appear in our life and give us thanks if we don't come up with a real-life example that really rocks our boat, so to say. (laughs) But what they found in other studies is reading or listening or watching a story where the same thing happened, that somebody did something for somebody and that person gives the other person lots of gratitude and thankfulness. If we just watch that story happening or we read about it and it really creates a strong emotion inside of us, we can actually use that story of somebody else for our gratitude practice. Again, there was a study where they actually tested that and it works when you connect with that story on a really good level. If it really creates that feeling inside of you, if you feel for the people in that story, you can actually use it to create that emotion in your gratitude practice because that's what it's all about. It's all about that emotion, that vibration and that frequency that has this impact on our brain, our neural networks and therefore as well on the rest of the body. So it needs to be of course for you meaningful. It needs to create meaning and it needs to create that emotion for you. So what I already did, I literally bought the book um, Humankind, Changing the World One Small Act at a Time by Brad Aronson. And that is a collection of stories of gratitude and kindness. So I actually want to find as well a really good story. And I bought that book on Audible. I'm going to listen to it over the week when I go for a walk or when I drive in my car. And I'm really looking forward to it to find some good stories. But I do have as well some of my own, which I can draw on, which again, I'm very grateful for. And I tried them out already. And hey, it works. It's amazing. So Huberman mentions as well in his episode that we don't want to spend our energy on finding new stories every time because we think we might need something else for our gratitude practice and we need to mix it up. We actually just need that one good story and it can be something we have lived through ourselves. It can be something even that another person in our life has lived through, maybe a family member or a friend. And you can just make some notes about that story. So what was the situation? How was that person helped? And what happened when that person gave thanks to that other person? And how does it make me feel? So just making a few notes on that story is all that you need. And then what he said is that you want to practice exactly that story every time. You remember at the beginning of the episode, I said it's all about the regularity of it. It's all about the repetition. And that accounts as well for using the same story in your gratitude practice. Because what happens is that your brain gets to be quicker and quicker in activating these really good neural networks and therefore has this impact on the rest of your body. So you want to practice and switching on these positive social networks in your brain quicker and quicker. And that means you need to stick with the same story. Make sense? Great. Okay. So 
I hope all of these tips and insights into my practice and the new info I found from Andrew Huberman have given you enough raw material for you to elevate your gratitude practice or for you even to start one in the first place. So let me know how it goes and I will let you know as well how mine goes and how it evolves with all of that new information. So thank you very much for listening. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.